binoculars and what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Hello. Oh, no. Fuck. Hello, welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Alan this time. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. Actually, I changed it on to be David. (laughs) Just fake fake out. I'm just going to pretend to be David for a whole episode. All right. Oh, God. I was was so happy that we got it right. (laughs) And then fake out. I was so happy. Uh, okay. When that is that the new thing? We just like have fake names every episode. Fake out. <laughs> I mean, different identities. Twenty nine episodes is a bit late to start that. You never know. Do you it's know? never too late to change your identity and run away. Evolve into a whole new kind of podcast. Uh, so we're gonna just do that and then be just only talk about Digimon because I could do that. No, 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 no. I I have no tolerance past the third season. Let, let's. Okay, hold the fuck on. <laughs> We're getting into this. <laughs> Third season is the one with the cards, and the guy makes Geomon. Yes. The season after that, where they become the Digimon. See, that's going to say. See, right? on paper, yeah. I used to be completely against it. That theme song is fucking slapping. Yeah, I'll give him that. And the storyline gets fucking fantastic if you get past the point like, they're just kids that turn into them. I think we've been over this before. The storyline of it is them fighting Satan. Yeah, but it's just the the whole anthropomorphic thing. Like, I'm just not into people doing stuff. I just I want all monsters. Like, this is my beef with all movies. That's all right. why I don't like. Okay, humanoid hominids, hairy hominids. The fifth one, the fifth yes. season, Data Squad. I've only seen that in a Spanish channel, so I've I I know my Spanish is terrible. The so boy, I don't know. The boy has a Agumon that's like. Yeah, Four times bigger than regular Agumon. And he is a middle school student who is bigger than this Agumon. And he wants to be an MMA star. Okay, and you know. he punches Digimon. All right, all right. I'm going to say I haven't seen that. So I forget what I said. I just don't. Four made me quit. And okay. I couldn't watch five because it was dubbed in Spanish. They were not showing it on right. any English channels. And I didn't have the internet. So, so our Digicast is over now. Does anybody else think it's weird, by the way? Like speaking of, of anime dubbed in Spanish. That like Spanish Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z is like kind of like more close to the Japanese. Yeah, yeah, because they than actually English. bleed and stuff. It's like, and like, and the voice actors sound very similar. To, it's weird. Yeah, it's just I guess I shouldn't say. Weird, I watched a lot of Dragon Ball movies and Godzilla movies on the Spanish channel before it was yeah, before yeah. like God Dragon Ball was on Toonami. Over when I used to have to go to the laundromat over in in New Hall. Um, yeah, they would they just have like stuff playing in the morning and yeah. Watch a lot of anime. I just want to give a shout out to all my friends in elementary school who had bootleg Dragon Ball shirts where Goku's hair was blue. He's canon. Congrats. <laughs> it is now, yeah. Yeah, like you're, yep. you're, you're ahead of the game. Whenever oh, my grandma would take me to Charlie Brown's farms, they'd always have bootleg Dragon Ball Z toys called Dragoon Ball. <laughs> and like they were made of that weird hard but yet thin yeah. and brittle yep. plastic yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. all was like – had a weird texture. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's what the, the Voltramus is made of. Yeah. Oh, man. So what bootleg cannon cryptid we got today? <laughs> uh, today, we're talking about the dingo neck, is how I think it's pronounced. <laughs> well, how else would you pronounce it? You know, don't even try. I, I immediately... Re- uh, it has a couple dingo. other names. One is 
Olumania. Olmena? Yeah, one of those. Or the Jungle Walrus. All right, I like that. It's another African cryptid. We're back. Back in the... Back to the motherland. They got some good-ass monsters. cradle of life. I think this is our third or fourth African cryptid. At this point, I'm sure they were all real at some point. Let's Maybe see. barring the supernatural power. We got Mokele. Jack Towel Man. We got our Jack Towel Man, the Kiki Hoon. Page trimming sounds. Uh, Let's write an analog book, ladies and gentlemen. That's where I write all so my notes. It's that muscle memory. You gotta get it. Yeah, our Kiki Hoon. That's two. Going through this book, I'm... Boys, no, take along was from the Philippines. Philippines. Man, well, Tronco appeared in South Africa, yeah. right? So we'll put two and a half because Gajamina, the one theory is Tronco was one. Uh, Northern Some Africa for their apar. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's three. I like that song too. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our fourth and a half. Fourth and a half fourth one. And a half. Wow. Can you imagine if Trunko was a Gajamina? What a world we'll live in. I think it'd be the same world. I mean, I guess technically. <laughs> like, I mean, this is a little more sad that something as cool as the Gajaminas getting wailed <laughs> on by whales. It was a it was a Velociraptor Protoceratops situation. <laughs> Only dinosaur kids will know what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a very famous fossil. Yeah. It is indeed. Yes, it is. <laughs> Jungle um, walrus. <laughs> its habitats is rivers around Lake Victoria in Western Africa, around Kenya area. Okay. On to a description of it. According to Big Game Hunter, John Alfred Jordan. Oh, boy. As told by Big Game Hunter, Edgar Beecher Bronson. As <laughs> told by Big Story Hunter. Uh, in, in Bronson, in... Edgar Beecher Bronson's 1910 book, Enclosed Territory, 15, 14 or 15 foot long, head big as that of a lioness, but sh- shaped and marked like a leopard, two long white fangs sticking straight down out of its upper jaw, back broad as a hippo, scaled like an armadillo, but colored and marked like a leopard, and a broad fin tail. Gad! But what a hideous old haunter of a nightmare. <laughs> but was that f- beast fish? Blast that blight and spangs. <laughs> but they looked long enough to go clean through a man. Yeah, what if this thing is also just a Gajamina? That's a quote from that book. What's the, what was the book called? Enclosed Territory? Enclosed Territory by Edgar Beecher Bronson. Check that out. Yes. Sounds like a crazy read. <laughs> Gad. This, thing's, this thing's part armadillo, part which is like a big fleshy lobster. There's <laughs> no claws. Well, yeah, but it had like a broad tail and you know, like the like an armadillo back. I'm modern like descriptions include thing. a scorpion stinger and a single horn. So oh modern God. descriptions get more nuts. <laughs> I mean, they add two things. It, well, yeah, but I mean, they picked some of the most wild things. Yeah, that is a very do. specific evolution. The scorpion now, tail. I'm gonna look up a picture to show you guys. Oh, God. It looks really cool. Yeah, I was not familiar with this one before. I don't know, dude. Gajamina looked friggin' awesome. It was like a turtle with an elephant head. Yeah, it, Gajamina looks great and cool, but 
This just sounds like some Kevin Fun playing mix and match of those books with the animal Here's one arts. picture of it. Oh, I think it looks Wait, okay. I can't see. Oh. And yeah. then here's a way cooler totally A way cooler picture of it. Oh, oh that's, see, that's nice. totally different and awesome. Yeah, I like that one. The other one was mostly in the water. Hmm. It's like that Antichrist thing. Here's the, another one. Okay, see, that's definitely a Gajamina. No, it's not. You think this guy's just like apocalypse tripping and like he, he was hoping it's that, you know. You say he was hoping it was that? Yeah, you know, that, that Here's uh, Antichrist one demon where it's literally the, just an alligator with, uh, scaled oh, that's awesome. leopard. The nine horns or whatever. How many horns <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, okay. That I, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, the, the beast with the seven heads. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just wants to believe that the other heads are underwater. It's like, I told you. They were we're all taking finally going to have the apocalypse. So some information that was said about this thing. Uh, it's a carnivore. <laughs> Obvious. That can choose to hunt and devour whatever it wants, except for elephants. With its meter-long tusks being so large and aggressive, uh, even large bull hippos may p- fall prey to it. Wow. This guy hates hippos too. I promised myself I wouldn't talk about hippos too much this time, so I'm not no comment. It's been over a month and a half. No comment. I bet the just hippos are just hippo boiling up and... S- oh yeah, they're all dead now. So, That's how long it's been. It's been eight years, right? Since we've done a podcast. Is that how long a hippo lives? Like eight year lifespan? So dog here. Yeah, the, whenever it's bo- most sad, they die. <laughs> they even kill hippos. Which so far it's on it's on a team with McKelly McBembe for just killing hippos. Eating hippos, yeah. It's like I'm on a I think that that's just a thing you can do in Africa to make a monster seem scarier. Which is like the be most like, dangerous animal. It's like look around have. like the motherfucker kills hippos. The most dangerous thing we have. Yeah, no, I could Used that. to have. Uh, yeah, the, the unprovoked hippos were unprovokedly killed. This thing is the most unprovoked of all time. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just got sad looking at my notes. There's a point in my notes where it changes from one pen to another because the pen I've been using since the beginning died. Whenever it's most sad. Yep. So not when it's most convenient. In John Alfred Jordan's account, he shot it with a uh, .303 caliber fucking rifle. I see. Uh, Being shot just angered it, causing it to charge him. It's semi-aquatic and said to relax on riverbanks. Maybe just like like a freakishly large hippo. Or an alligator with, like, a very short snout. Or a crocodile. Like a Pleistocene era three-toed hippo or something. <laughs> lives in trees. Are there any stories the before hippo. Big Game Hunter, Big Game Story Guy? Um, not really. Yeah. I mean, there are probably word of mouth, but not, like, reported. That's the problem with... Either. A lot of these is no one takes it seriously until a European yeah. says they saw it. But they it were, probably they were pretty famous for just making stuff up. <laughs> Some of those woodblocks. See, this one seems less believable than Michele Mbembe because it's just like it's all these things and it kills hippos. It's a it's a chimeric animal. Michele Mbembe is just like it's this one thing and it kills hippos. Yeah. Oh man. It vaguely reminds me of the Catapleepus. I mean, yeah, a little bit. But, uh, I mean, like, kind of mantic. Because, like, a lot of, a lot of continents have those kinds of, those kinds of things. A lot of continents. I should say probably all of them have some kind of chimera monster. Or just a bunch of, like, really threatening stuff thrown together. I mean, I'm into it. I mean, Scorpion Tail is crazy, but good for them. For, Real metal. For tacking that on. Just like the... Poisonous, venomous tail of a foreign scare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Timothy Zahn. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to plug. I'm, I, I got it figured out already. All right. Let's see if you remember. Uh, here's some sightings. <laughs> Whoa. Right there in the shade. I thought Alan was hostile. <laughs> I'm hostile to you. He's hostile to our listeners. <laughs> I thought he was being hostile to Great Britain. I mean, our listeners there. For gentrification. Look, no, no one's... No one's I didn't even think that we had listeners. That's our second largest area. No oh, one's wow. safe from nothing. Canada's number three. They need to step up their game. Wow. We recently got some listens from Cambodia. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, okay. Stories. Late 19th and early 20th century. I just want to say that I, I do love everywhere. I mean, <laughs> my house burned down. This is why I'm mad. Sorry. <laughs> Disclosure. <laughs> Late 19th and early 20th century. I don't become a rat man. I don't, I don't want to think about this. I think about my dog being dead from the last episode. Now I think about becoming a rat man. And I can't even enjoy this jungle walrus. I'm sorry I'm hostile. I'm really not. Late 19th and early 20th centuries. European explorers ventured into the jungles of West Africa. All the recorded reports are from around this time. Got anything else, Alan? No. Can, can I continue? thinking about everything that's ever happened in my life up until this point. Where are you at right now? What, what, what part? I'm just tacking scorpion tails on everything. <laughs> just like as it's pretty follows. traumatizing. I could see how they did this. My, <laughs> my second grade teacher gave me a computer. That may have all just been a lie. But what if he also killed hippos? I think that could work. (laughs) What if the computer killed hippos? Like it was like the war games. Well, you could just like throw a computer in the ocean. I don't think that'll kill it. Sorry, the river. Yeah, it's not enough of a charge. Yeah. We'll just kill our computer. No, it's like it's like a war games thing where it's like it's gonna nuke the hippos. Uh, Play the game with it. (laughs) All right, so a dingo neck attacked a steam tugboat trying to snatch a man off, almost capsizing the boat. What? <clears throat> All right. Many accounts of people shooting it and it not doing anything, even when shot by an experienced hunter behind its ear. Well, there was that guy who, like, shot the armadillo, and it killed it, but it ricocheted and killed him, too. Good. So, there, there may be more to this armadillo shell. I'm, I'm coming around. I'm coming around. It's less of an armadillo shell and more like a pangolin. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. it's a bunch of shells, not like some bands. Just a bunch of a bunch of big flaky scales. Um, there is a very old cave painting of the creature, a creature resembling a dingo neck, but it is in South Africa. I totally thought you were gonna like turn the book around and show us like he recreated it. I was excited for a second. But also, people think it's like, like way newer than it is. Like oh, pe- yeah. people are saying, it, it could be fake. I, th- I like that you when you turned the book towards me that it was like a like a centerfold, yeah, like a staple in the middle of the of the dingo. <laughs> it's like falls down. It's just a dingo. <clears throat> um, theory, closest thing to an explanation I could find uh, is it could be a Luquata, another mo- like a different monster that lives in Lake Victoria since this lives in the rivers near Lake Victoria. So, so it, this cryptid could be another cryptid. Yeah, that's not Gajamina. One of the one of the websites that I get a bun, like some information from, if like the other sites don't have enough, yeah, they always have a list of theories at the end, and they they always have the first three theories: a cryptid, <laughs> an alien, <laughs> or a demon. 
<laughs> or another, and then they have actual theories, and then like, okay, we you know the, we auto populated these. Things. <laughs> oh man, what's what's this the 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 Lufa man? What's what's the next one? No, the the Luquata. Yeah, what does that look like? What I don't that, know. I didn't uh, look it up. Let me look it up. Spell it. I'll look it up to the internet. I'm gonna do my best to figure out how to spell it. They use Q's in Africa, right? Uh, it looks like a Nessie. Oh, okay. So nothing like the dingo yeah. neck at all. But there is a they made someone made a Luquata for Pathfinder. Is this is this the cave painting? Yes, I like that. That's pretty cool. Oh. See, I believe that. But that's kind of like the Nessie guy. Well, I mean, like other way around. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't see. Yeah, I see the tusks now. Uh, and the only thing for pop culture that I can find for the dingo neck is there's a band called the Dingo Neck Street Band. Some good music. They were quite good. Uh, that's it for the pop culture for the dingo neck. Oh, do you like this one? This is just like a big, like a big dog eating a guy. Good rendering of the dingo neck. I think that that might be like a really literal interpretation. Uh, I think it's that like dingo. Look up bunyip. That might be a picture people use for bunyip. Maybe. Um. Yeah, that's it for the that's it for the dingo neck. Oh, dude, no. Okay, I like this one. That's it. I believe this guy exists. I believe. It. I, I want believe that guy to exist. I believe in that. I like his like his stupid hands. He's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like Alf. His hands are hard enough to draw on people. Even harder to draw on dingo neck. Seth Chala Leeway. He only can draw claws. <laughs> Oh. He's just talons on his people. Oh man! All right. Well, moment of truth. Plugs. <laughs> Gosh dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I did forget. <laughs> do you mean? Do you mean last time? I can okay, tell you what it is. I remember. No, no, no. Uh, I'll, not, I'll go okay. save in the, the meantime. I remember. So Shefton may enjoy this. I was reading a William Castle's. Uh, yeah, it's autobiography. I'm gonna scare the pants off America, and he nice. describes yeah how he came up with the ideas for the Tingler and everything. And it's oh man, I do love the Tingler. It's bonkers. Yeah, I, I read recently that John Waters used to like go see that movie a lot. He has the the preface for this book, and he claims that he has the the actual like schematics on how to make a Tingler. Wow, like vacuum sealed in his house somewhere. Wow, but but it's gonna be a double plug. Don't 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 going back to last week's plug the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. So everyone's like, William Castle makes all – he's the king of the gimmicks and this last movie he made has no gimmick. But that's not true. It does. It is Marcel Marceau acting. That's the gimmick. But it's uh, it's called um, Shanks. Do you know Shanks? I don't. Oh, man. It's, it's wacky. So Marcel Marceau, he plays opposite himself, this old man, old man Shanks. And they start reviving dead animals by zapping them to life. Okay, that yes. does sound familiar. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, and Bob Baker did the puppets, and yeah, interesting. I, it's William Castle's last movie. He doesn't know what it wants to be, but he didn't throw a skeleton from the thing. Not this one, but he does throw okay. something else. It gets super seventies generic villain, and I won't reveal it. But well, you know, I'm gonna. It's called Shanks. Shanks, nineteen seventy four, I believe. I'm gonna have to check it out. I remember what my plug is. You do, but I don't remember how I was gonna plug it. I was just going to plug Timothy's on, even though I still, I, in in my opinion, the jury's still out on whether or not he's done more harm than good, but uh, <laughs> I'm just going to plug Timothy's on. Well, it's all legends now. It's all legends now. It was always legends. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to plug, I don't know if I plugged this in the past or not, but I'm also going to plug a, a specific Star Wars book. Whoa. I'm plug Tarkin. 
Okay. And I've talked about it before, but I don't know if I've plugged it before. I don't think so. Uh, plugmendations is what we <laughs> forgot to recall this segment. Plugmendations. That's right. Uh, it's all. It's a uh, one of the newer, newer-ish uh, Star Wars books. It's about Grand Moff Tarkin, and it's just like him flashing back to his childhood and stuff. Interesting. And it's real cool. That's it. They give uh, give the Grand Moff the old uh, wicked treatment. <laughs> kind of. Like Explain how he became Grand Moff instead of just a regular Moff. I just imagine everything setting up to, like, exactly like, if you've ever seen Wicked, <laughs> just, like, leading right up to the events of the first <laughs> Star Wars film, and it's like, wow, he really isn't that bad of a guy after all. Maybe he didn't deserve to get blown up on the Death Star. <laughs> you find out that he's Spoiler, best he friends. Blown up. <laughs> he's best friends with the Emperor. Makes sense. He... he <laughs> with Shreve. With Shreve. Sorry, that's Shreve. He's on first name basis with him. Wow. And with Anakin. That makes sense. And they're just buddies. And they say a thing, but it doesn't make... Like, there's a thing said in the book, but it doesn't make any sense. What's the thing? I'll, tell that, I'll, be, the, I'll be the one to decide if it makes sense. That in a, um, all three of their home planets are in the same crescent of the galaxy. Um, and, like, Tatooine... Outer, like, yeah, out, so outer rim. Naboo is a core system. At most, mid-rim. Yeah. And I don't remember where the name of the planet that... That was a common problem with a lot of the EU books anyway, is that they kind of played fast and loose with the... with where stuff was. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's, that's it for our plug foundations. You guys can hit us up on Twitter, at Feecree, F-E-A-C-R-E. Email us at, god damn it, not at, email us, our email is, <laughs> you may reach us by email via <laughs> featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com, and Instagram, Patreon, all that stuff, Facebook, just search Featured Creatures, you'll find us. And let's head, let's leave on a song from Dingo Neck Street Band called Dance of the Dingo Neck. Sound of a boat tipping over.
Thank <laughs> you. 